downward, within a half-lit, windless wood, in eerie forests of the dead abyss, down where the willow sprays in emerald mist bleed leaves into a thick collage of ash and evergreen and choke the dimming gloam. There sits God's shadow, all alone, and there, atop a rock of moss and boulder stone, he broods, hunched over, crumpling down his back, to cup a billowed beard in his old hand. The Lord, Lord God, who looks toward meadowlands that lie beyond his clearing, slowly breathes, in dangled dreads, Grey rivulets of locks in spirals double helices descend from his drooped temples, seeming as they do, perhaps the way the smoke from offered ewes had rippled off the altar-tops that crowned Jerusalem's Acropolis, though those curl to heaven, these sheer down, or as the rain storm-grey, which children had say he weeps from cloudy shadows, well, he weeps them now. For in the posture of a once great king, whose head, drink heavy with the mysteries of justice, would on palm rest meditating before some edict, bliss or fire says given, so holding for an ark of cherubim, this boulder as a throne to wander on, Jehovah ponders, quietly, his fall. Night wraps him round, or such a seeming night, a dullish darkness of the skies, brought on by what the moon can do in intercept to null the sun. It is a quiet dungeon, fittingly vast for such a prisoner of clout, and lusher still by far than what death's blight and barren tropes expect to sprout among the barred and buried. There he lies, yet to a clearing now, beyond those woods where he now looks and takes in all his hell, there through the thickets thinning, old God gleans some far expanse of underworld not yet divined by him, still freshly fallen, flecked by distant glimmerings. He leans his head. There objects, distant, indiscernible, glow with a muted quavering of brilliance. But from his distance, blur is all he sees, until, at last, no longer wavering, the humbled deity slides off his rock and breaks the knots of brush to thread the trees. Slivers of silver light slit sight through limbs in bands and bars, the forests dark within. Then, coming loose from the laired leaves and ferns to gaze at last upon the wilted plains, he understands. A flash or panging sweeps God's gazing understanding like a gasp, He's fixed, there, on the wind-swept heath, as far as dull light from the moon-sun can reveal, ruins of heaven sprawled horizonward, studs in the wasted hills of sacred scrap, like a blue desert littered white with skulls, eternity spread to eternity. God stands and stares. God stands, and he breathes deep. Then, like a father past the family plot, the once high king of these fragmented blocks meanders through the rubble of his reign in shapes of resignation. Is this it? The place that good old heaven will not stir from, after it too fell blazing from the sky? 
The puddle sieges of God's city storm, now pooled in ruin, resting, quando churli movendi sunt, intentions last remove. Here lie those crystal spheres in shards, and all the prima mobile, a broken clock. Here the mechanics of ideality dissolve as ring on ring of singing stars, once thought to grace the upper air, have fallen, crashing to dirt and splintering to arc on arc on arc, like an exploded chain of wreathing circles. Everything is down. The snug geometries of purposed cosmos snapped. The quintessential pillars that had borne a seeing sky, disintegrate, spread out in pieces on this valley. In between goes God, who at a pace, a dagio, now walks these broken passageways and halls, some shadowed spirit from a shattered world. Who knew the Lord was mortal, that the skies could fall, before our revolution, mad till then, revealed all notions and beliefs for what they are, and struck the fatal blow into the reeling absolutes of humans. Was there no heaven but for thinking so? Well, wandering this labyrinth of debris, his hand occasionally lighting soft on tumbled blocks of ruined numinous, the quietly perusing Lord has stopped. He views a stone. This broken slab depicts Almighty's battle with Leviathan, whose myth from ancient psalms turned pious minds to awe and eyes to heaven. God was king and strong. So on this moonlit ruin shard, which shows the chaos that the beast began, and glows a picture of the war it waged and all its devastation of the world, there bold Jehovah stands victorious above the thing, and in his mighty hand holds dangling lines that at their bottom hook the serpent by a septum ring, its proud rebellion and voracious mutiny subdued by chains, and bound by wiser kingship. Except their captive victors torn his gaze from faith's archaic chronicles, with head bent low, a trembling arm propped up against the hieroglyphs, God's eyes refuse to trace one measure more, and fall, like him, to where dark ground is shaded by his darker shadow. He leans into his history, the cold memorial supports his weight, and stands a sturdy foil to his old flickering frame, while now his other hands become a veil to shroud his eyes and shroud his face. Until some rising murmur enters in, God lifts his head. A solemn singing gains, though soft and faded like the whispers of the wind, over some grassy ridge. He walks towards it, then on its scope of ledge, he looks and eyes what down below him sighs its sea of singing. For mile on mile of meadow, sullen feathers, wounded flocks of his angels comb the fields for arms and armour lost amid the fall. And as they stoop and search for what they lost, like children raking through the rubble mound that was a home before the cyclone struck to find some treasured toy, their threadbare doll so they can hug a friend amidst the loss, they sing in paradisum dedicant and walk the grass. 
Jehovah stands and stares upon the hummock in the withered sedge, as symphonies of wandering seraphs lull these sombre hills with requiem. Its sound is all along the meadowscape, and soft as ever, wafting upward caught in breeze, like mermaid song in ocean sprays. But where is he? Already gone, it seems, perhaps to seek himself a hiding place, a cave, some dismal darkness dark enough to lose the living God when gods no longer live. Well, haunting holy ghost, rest, R.I.P.